Gab know that I am. Uh, I'm sorry, my friends on Gab know that I'm periscoping. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, good evening. Uh, name is uh, Andre Lefevre, independent citizen journalist, uh, extreme libertarian. I practice something that's extremely illegal in United States now. That is the First Amendment. I mouth off on things political, things cultural, things uh, interesting, and I have a full live stream for us today. So please, please uh, retweet and repost. Uh, I'd like to grow my audience, and this is of interest uh, to uh, to everybody. To everybody, let me give you a quick taste, and, and then I have one more thing to say before we really get into it. Uh, big headline on RT. U.S. amasses special ops in Puerto Rico Army in Colombia to oust Maduro, Russian Security Council, and that's from today. And that's from uh, today. Before I start, I want to say something extremely, extremely interesting. Uh, for five hours today, Alex Jones uh, appeared on um, live on uh, Joe Rogan's uh, podcast. It was live. It was uh, actually doing live on YouTube. I was working. I couldn't see all of it, just snips and pieces. This is absolutely awesome. It looked like Alex was in his best, best form. So um, I am going to listen uh, to it probably for the next couple of days. But it's five hours live. Joe Rogan put it on his, um, uh, put on his podcast. But... Having said that, uh, it is uh, 6.32 in the p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The date is uh, uh, February 27, 2019. Wednesday, I believe. We managed to live this long, and still we haven't caved in the uh, Western civilization. Again, please, uh, please retweet and please repost this uh, live stream, this podcast. All right. Let me go to the news. It looks like we are ready to invade uh, Venezuela. I uh, have not seen, seen several Russian sources, have not seen anything in the United States reporting this. Uh, sadly, uh, very sadly, corporate controlled media in the United States uh, is a propaganda organ. They're owned lock, stock, and barrel by the... Uh, military industrial complex and corporate elite. And, uh, the uh, corporate control media uh, is not news. They're, they're not reporters. They're not journalists. They are PR agents for our elites. Uh, RT is a PR agent for, um, for Kremlin, but weirdly enough, most of the stuff that they come out with pans out. It's, it's very strange. They have a totally different tradition. Uh, don't rely on RT to give you good news about Russia, but when it comes to our country in the West, um, actually their reporting is pretty good. Uh, this is from today. Headline, U.S. amasses special ops in Puerto Rico. Army in Colombia to us, Maduro, Russian Security Council dead. I spent about an hour um, on lunch break while I was uh, eating my shrimp burrito. Uh, I uh, did a timeline, a very quick timeline, on what's going on in um, uh, in Venezuela, and we'll, we are going to go over it. But let me read you a couple of paragraphs of what RT reports about our forces moving into Latin America. By deploying troops and special op forces in Puerto Rico, and I'm reading, 
uh, Washington is getting ready to intervene in Venezuela in top of its leader, the Secretary of Russian Security Council said. The U.S. is preparing invasion in Venezuela, Nikolai Patrushev told Russian media today. The relocation of uh, American Special Forces units to Puerto Rico, the, the deployment of the U.S. Army units to Colombia, and other facts evidently show that Pentagon is enhancing its military in the region in order to use it to Austin President Nicolas Maduro. Um, a couple of days ago, uh, state-run uh, TV in Russia have uh, publicly disclosed uh, targets in the United States their nuclear targets in the United States as a direct, as a direct threat. So, um, as you probably, uh, as you probably guessed, uh, Maduro, Nicolas Maduro, is allied with uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, don't get me wrong; I don't have, I, I don't have a horse in this race. I just, my personal opinion. So you know where I'm coming from. I don't believe in endless foreign wars. Simply do not. But let me let me do this. Let me do this. Let me bring up the timeline and let's slow down a little bit. I have a lot of time and I hope you do too. Let's go through the history of Venezuela and let's see exactly how it led to the situation we're just about to start an endless foreign war in that country. And remember, right now we have virtually no profitable wars throughout the world to feed our military industrial complex. They are starved. They're starved for money. And they don't like big conflicts. They don't like the conflicts uh, that may destroy the world or destroy us. They like very bloody, very localized conventional weapons uh, conflicts because this is where they make the most money. This is where the most money. And Venezuela to them is such an irresistible, such irresistible piece. So um, I'm not surprised that neocons do everything in their power, everything in their power to start an endless foreign war in that part of the world. And um, our uh, our uh, nation building, of course, we're going to go in there with the uh, slogan to nation build. Our nation build attempts uh, in that country, and that country is going through hell of a uh, uh, hell of a problem right now. They have riots, uh, uh, things on fire. We never, never, when we go in there and try to nation build, we make things even worse. There's, think about Vietnam, think about Iraq, uh, uh, think uh, about Afghanistan, think about North Korea. It never, never comes out good. The only people that come out ahead are the ones that um, sell the uh, weapons, the military industrial complex. But let's uh, let me bring up my uh, my timeline and um, sit tight. I'm going to make it interesting, and please, please, please retweet and uh, repost. All right, Venezuela timeline. Let's start from the very beginning. In, 19, in 1522, Spain's, uh, uh, Spain co colonization of mainland Venezuela started. Uh, established its first permanent South American settlement in the present-day city of uh, Cumania. In the 16th century, Venezuela was uh, contra uh, contracted as a concession by the King of Spain to the German Wessler banking family. Very important to know. 
Uh, uh, let's see, lists uh, things. So if we go to the July 5th, of 1811, independence from Spain. After a series of unsuccessful uprisings, Venezuela, under the leadership of Francisco de Mirada, and Venezuela Marshall, who fought in the American Revolution, and the French version declared independence on uh, the 5th of July, 1811. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, 1941, oil deposits discovered. Uh, and every year since then, the, uh, the deposit discovered more and more oil. Uh, Venezuela is extremely oil rich. February 2nd, 1999. A collapse in uh, in confidence uh, in the existing parties, and, and I have to say, I uh, really didn't want to put the detailed history in Venezuela, but since its uh, inception and through its independence, it kept on being rocked by unrest, military coups, juntas, uh, intervention from the European banking and uh, oil uh, interests. Uh, on February 2nd, 1999, um, one of the... Um, the regime simply collapsed, and Hugo Chavez was elected president in 19, uh, uh, who was uh, uh, elected in 1998, and in 1999 uh, he launched uh, so-called Bolivian Revolution, beginning with uh, the 1999 Constitution Assembly to write a new constitution for Venezuela. Uh, basically, what he has done and he has created, uh, or tried to create, uh, a uh, Marxist paradise. He nationalized the banks, he nationalized the oil companies, he kicked uh, Western companies, a lot of American oil and banking interests out, and pissed them off something terrible. Weirdly enough, uh, President Obama supported him, probably because President Obama uh, truly is a Marxist believer. In uh, March 2005, uh, five, uh, in March 5th, 2013, Hugo Chavez dies in office, and his vice president Nicolas Maduro succeeds him. And Nicolas Maduro just as uh, Marxist as uh, Hugo Chavez. Uh, May 20, 2018, presidential elections were held in Venezuela. Uh, with incumbent Nicolas Maduro being reelected for a second six-year term. Maduro won 2018 election with uh, officially with 67.8% of the vote. The result was challenged by uh, countries including Argentina, Chile, Colombia, Brazil, Canada, Germany, France, and us, of course, uh, who, who deemed it fraudulent and moved to recognize Juan uh, Guido as the president. Well, um, actually, Juan Guido, leader of the legislature, declared himself president on January 23rd of this year, and let's put 2019. Who is Juan Guido? I did some research on him. Uh, he is the son of a uh, high-ranking military officer in, um, uh, in Venezuela, and he spent several years being trained in Georgia Washington University in um, uh, in uh, in Washington D.C. Now I have to tell you, George Washington University, uh, Georgetown period, uh, 
uh, have have alumni uh, alumni who have become high-ranking CIA uh, uh, CIA uh, officers. Uh, one of them uh, became a CIA director, I believe, the acting director, special con uh, 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 special attorneys for the CIA. It is hard to say when uh, where George Washington University ends and CIA begins, and vice versa. So there is no doubt of my mind that Juan Guaido is a CIA uh, operative. So uh, under present administration, we decided to coup d'état the government of uh, Venezuela and put our men in. What did he do right away? January 23, he declares himself uh, acting president. On January 25th, just two days later, uh, Reuters reports that uh, Guaido requests funds from IMF. So right away, he is trying to tap into this globalist bank for their fiat currency. Um, uh, February 14th, uh, Juan Guaido is attempting to wrestle control of the nation's massive oil uh, revenues. So he is trying to take control of the oil revenues. Obviously, our international, I shouldn't say our, the Western global oil elites want to take control of the banking system in Venezuela and the oil uh, and the oil deposits in uh, in Venezuela. Well, in February 25th, 2019, New York Post actually appeared in other publication. Russian uh, TV lists American targets for nuclear strikes. And uh, I'm, we're going to read that article in a second. But Russia and uh, Nicolas Maduro have a very, very close relationship. Last year, uh, Russia sold uh, Venezuela uh, some uh, attack military planes. Uh, let's go to that article. Uh, let's see here. Uh, this is from New York Post. This is from February 25th. Um, Russian state TV lists American targets for nuclear strikes. Um, days after President Vladimir Putin said the Kremlin uh, wouldn't uh, back away from a second Cuban missile uh, style crisis, Russian state TV listed U.S. facilities that Moscow would target in the event of a nuclear stri strike, including uh, the Pentagon and the pre presidential retreat at Camp David. With tensions uh, mounting over Russian uh, fears that U.S. might deploy intermediate-range uh, nuclear missiles in Europe, Putin has said Russia would be forced to respond by uh, uh, placing hypersonic uh, nuclear missiles and submarines near American waters. Um, now, uh, who is kidding who? Uh, we are uh, telegraphing that we're interested in the war with Iran, and we're telegraphing that we're going to invade another friend uh, of uh, Vladimir Putin, Venezuela. Uh, I am not surprised that this is a very brazen um, statement by them that they don't want that. Uh, therefore, now we have a headline. U.S. Uh, amassed a special ops Puerto Rico army in Colombia to oust Maduro, according to the Russian Security Council. Um, let me say a few things. Uh, a few things about that. 
it would be very sad if uh, we truly will do that. Uh, the uh, corporate control propaganda, and I will include Fox News with it, has been singing for the last year very loudly what a terrible situation it is in Venezuela. Uh, they showed us many, many different uh, footages, and this is the latest that we're, uh, that we're seeing. This is from uh, this weekend of uh, total unrest, total total collapse of the um, uh, total collapse of the uh, economy and the social order. Now there is a reason why the globalists, the neocons, uh, want to subdue Venezuela. Venezuela has forged very close relationships with China, Russia, and some other third world countries. Therefore, because it's oil rich, it started bypassing the uh, the Bretton Woods decided petrodollars. Now, let me let me let me talk about the Bretton Woods and what a petrodollar is. After World War II, uh, in a small American uh, place in uh, somewhere in New England, I'm not sure what state, uh, called uh, Bretton Woods, the heads of uh, multinational corporations have met, the banking interests and the oil interests met, and they decided that the oil will be traded on the world market only using American dollars. So therefore the term petrodollar came in. Every threat to that system was met with military uh, with military intervention. Uh, there we CIA uh, have forced a uh, uh, forced a uh, coup d'état in Iran in 1950s uh, because the socialist uh, president, uh, popularly elected, decided uh, that they don't want to trade oil on the open market using uh, uh, using petrodollars. He was quickly replaced by a monarch, by a shah, uh, who fell in line very quickly. Uh, who fell in line very quickly, and um, the uh, the oil petrodollars started flowing back into the, to the Western globalists. Uh, more recently, Muammar Gaddafi was brutally murdered, and I don't want to describe how brutally murdered by the Obama administration with Hillary Clinton uh, on the uh, on the cutting edge of that. Uh, have you ever thought why we decided to overthrow uh, Muammar Gaddafi of Libya? Uh, yeah, originally he was a terrorist, but uh, for the last uh, 30 years he really didn't do much terrorism. Some accommodation has been reached with, uh, with the West, and um, he was a compliant player. Well, he did commit an inexcusable crime in the eyes of the globalists, the global oil and banking elites, for which he had to be brutally executed for the whole world to see. It was so uh, brutal and it is uh, so justified in the eyes of the globalists uh, that uh, Marco Rubia, our favorite um, neocon senator from Florida, actually uh, had audacity to text, uh, I'm sorry, to tweet a picture of uh, of that brutal uh, execution, if you will, of uh, Muammar Gaddafi. The globalists and neocons hated them. There's a reason why. Is because he decided to bypass the Bretton Woods 
petrodollar system. He was developing a currency based upon real money, upon gold, and was in negotiations with the African nations to implement it. And of course, Obama administrations have dispatched uh, the Clinton crime family uh, enforcer, but it may have Hillary Clinton to deal with it, and um, they dealt with him. She did what her masters wanted. And then she bragged on TV, if you remember. Uh, we came, we saw he died. Remember that clip? Uh, I need to find it and play it a few times. This is what our globalist neocon uh, banking elites do for those people who don't tow their line. And Venezuela started uh, moving away from the petrodollars and Bretton Woods agreement. Um, this is the reason why we are interested in uh, starting a war with Iran as well, for that precise reason, because Iran have found ways around the Bretton Woods petrodollars. Also, also, it's actually even more important reason. Right now, there's no endless global wars for our um, defense industry to feed itself. Don't fool yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Our defense industry is not a business in the normal sense of the world. If you and I own a business, we make profit and we have expenses. And we advertise. And we bring more customers in, and we try to sell the stuff low enough to still make enough money to have the profit. Sometimes, uh, sometimes we have to sell stuff in volume in order to maybe have a thinner profit on every transaction, but we have many transactions. We're nice to our customers, we attract them, we advertise them, and at the end it's quantifiable. It's bookkeeping. Uh, expenses versus profits. It doesn't work that way uh, in the, the globalist world. It doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't work that way in uh, uh, in the world of uh, international banking and uh, the defense uh, defense industry. Let me tell you the way this works. Uh, it, it, they make it very complicated, but but it's not. Uh, the military uh, industrial complex, and it includes the swamp, the politicians. Uh, uh, the defense industry. They decide how much money they want to make every given year. Then they uh, convince uh, their uh, agents, if you will, in our legislature, in our Congress, to appropriate that kind of money. After that, since the money just doesn't fly around, somebody needs to create it. Our Federal Reserve creates out of thin air that amount of money. It lends it, uh, it gives it uh, basically free to the crony banks, to the large banks, and then these banks lend it at a high interest to the U.S. government, which transfers that money to the uh, military industrial complex. So all those fat cats, all uh, the ruling elite can uh, live high on our dime. By the way, guess who pays that money back? You and I are. You and I pay that money back. Now, 
the most profitable thing for the military industrial complex are the low grade conflicts uh, that use a lot of conventional weapons because they're very cheap to produce and they charge us, the American taxpayer, arm and a leg for it. Uh, the war in Vietnam was hugely profitable. It was profitable beyond belief. As a matter of fact, uh, Roger Stone uh, thinks, and I agree with him, that the reason the reason uh, President Nixon was forced to resign in uh, uh, 1974 is because he ended the gravy train for the military-industrial complex. Uh, the crimes that he was accused of pale in comparison to what Obama did and to what Robert Mueller uh, is doing. They pale, pale in comparison. That was child's play. Just a cover-up uh, after, uh, after a stupid burglary. Um, I'm not going to go through the crimes that uh, uh, Slick Willie Clinton did, the crimes that uh, Bush Younger and Bush Older did, and the crimes that Obama has committed while, uh, while in office. Uh, Richard Milhouse uh, Nixon is babe in the woods in comparison. So, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the point being is uh, that our industrial complex made, uh, military industrial made oodles of money on all those endless foreign wars, starting with Vietnam, uh, then uh, when Russians invaded um, Afghanistan, we spent hundreds and hundreds of millions, maybe billions of dollars, helping uh, and training um, uh, extreme uh, extremist uh, militants in uh, Islamists. Obama bin Laden was on the CIA payroll. He was uh, trained by us. Then there was a lull. After the after the first Gulf War, there was a lull for uh, for eight years. For the one reason or another, uh, Bill Clinton didn't get us involved in uh, any major confrontation, and the military-industrial complex was starved beyond starved. Uh, so they got us involved in um, they got us involved in uh, Iraq War and Afghanistan War again. And that gravy train kept on coming and coming and coming. And if you think that 9/11 uh, was happened just by itself, no, it was uh, it was obvious a false flag to uh, to create the reason for us to uh, go and start another uh, endless foreign uh, foreign war to make our elite wealthy. Again, very simple. The bank. Federal Reserve creates money out of nothing, basically gives it to their crony banks. Crony banks lend it uh, to U.S. government at a uh, high interest rate. U.S. government transfers that money to the military-industrial complex, which makes oodles of money on, on it, and we, you and I, pay it back. Well, now our military-industrial complex is starved because there's no major war going on anywhere involving us. So they need to start something. And Venezuela is an excellent, excellent place to start another endless foreign war. And uh, my belief is that we, if we invade, we'll never get out, at least not for many, many, many years. And uh, that uh, conflict will uh, 
will escalate. It will uh, it will start uh, escalating and escalating and escalating because it needs to. It needs to because uh, our power need banking, oil, and uh, military industrial complex need to be fed, and this is the only way they know how to uh, how to be fed. Well, uh, let me do this. Uh, let me go to my uh, my website. And by the way, please. Uh, 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 oops, uh, let me see here. Uh, please uh, uh, retweet and repost. Uh, uh, please retweet and repost uh, uh, this live stream. Uh, I'd really like to grow my audience. And I know that many people would enjoy listening uh, listening to me mouth off uh, pretty much every day except Sunday. Uh, I'm on my own website, wildviews.us. Um, check it out; it has many interesting, uh, uh, many interesting parts to it. Um, I'm a true blue citizen journalist. Uh, I don't get paid for this. I took an hour. Uh, for lunch to prepare a timeline and think of what I'm going to say and now I'm taking about an hour before I go home. Um, if for some, uh, I have no financial backers, I don't know anybody in Washington. I'm 59 years old and I have been following um, politics uh, since 1970s. Uh, so I learned to read between, uh, between the lines, plus I have I have a very intelligent dad who is still alive, but um, he's ailing, unfortunately. Uh, whom uh, he and I had many discussions, arguments, and uh, we both analyzed the news for the last, uh, for as long as I remember, for as long as I remember. Um, someday I'll talk about him, uh, not right now. If for some reason you're interested in uh, getting in touch with me, just uh, go on contact info tab. Uh, my contact information is there, my phone number and my email. I just want to tell you that unless you know me personally, please email me first before calling um, because I may think, I may not pick up thinking it's a spam call or uh, just busy. I have a career that has nothing to do with uh, news, politics, information dissemination. It's totally, I love what I do. I really love what I do, but it has nothing to do with um, politics or news. So this is my total hobby. Uh, I really appreciate you joining me. Uh, it is, uh, it's, it's absolute honor Absolute honor to have you uh, uh, to have you join me. Oops, see, I want to bring this in. Uh, to have you join me uh, on this podcast, on this uh, live stream, I appreciate it a lot more than I can ever express in words. Time for me to go home. I have a woman at home who sh will start calling me in a few minutes, asking me why I am not home uh, yet. So again. Thank you very much for joining me. Every one of you is uh, precious. And uh, good night and God bless you. God bless you, my friends.